test, one, two. Test, test, one, two. Uh, one, welcome two. Welcome to the stream. <laughs> Jesus. No, it is working. We are recording. Do you have anything you want to say just off the jump? Um, no, you know, I just want to shout out to my beautiful wife and baby boy. I'm sure she's listening to this while she's uh, feeding him. So I appreciate you. That's very much. That's super sweet. You don't want to say their names or. Well, you guys know their names. What if we got random listeners, Bailey? All and... For all you random listeners. Thank you. Uh, maybe one out of a thousand. You never know. Uh, Alexis and Wyatt. Thank you. Perfect. Sean, oh. by the way, Sean. There we go. Spell that S-C-H-A-H-N. Get it right. Yeah, do you know I didn't know how to spell your name until like last year? That is sad to hear. Okay. Yeah, I legitimately thought your last name was S-C-H-A-N. That's scan. Scan. Well, your name isn't pronounced the way it's spelled anyway, so. I mean, you got, yeah, you got, you got a point. You got a point. Yeah, yeah, that's why I fucked. All right, perfect. Well, Bailey, your guest number three on the Let the Boys Play podcast. Welcome. I'm, I'm happy to be here, I guess. Yeah, you weren't super um, into the idea a couple days ago, but I'm glad you, you came around. So what? So how does this work? Nothing. We're we're just talking, man. I'm gonna go over some uh, some fantasy scores. I got a couple questions for you regarding your fantasy strategy, and yeah, we just kind of see where we go. All right, all right, let's do it. Perfect. So rounding up week, what was it? Three, four, three. Uh, rounding up week three, Eugene Krabs looks like uh, he's going to beat Team Hernandez. Uh, finally invited back to play. It looks like they're going to edge out the Jerusalem Jews, 366 to 306. Akuna Moncada uh, is down by 11 currently. The dad is here. Close game there. Not sure how that one's going to finish up. Uh, Bougie Bombs Goose is losing to the kid from Chan. Surprising. Like, That's very surprising. Yeah, very surprising. Looks like Henry might take a win. Might uh, be positive, finally. Uh, Team B-Hole is going to be the Las Vegas Marshals, which is a huge upset. Absolutely massive. He was, was, he was the only winless, was he not? Uh, he Yeah, 0-2. Yeah, big upset. See, now, Bailey, you're, you're on your bye week, but even with your bye week score, you would beat almost everybody, everybody else. You have 389 points right now with your team name, and I'm gonna need an explanation on this shit on his hands. Yep. So, uh, I don't know if you recall from the first episode, uh, a one Andrew Wright, I believe is his name. Dad is here. Mm-hmm. I believe that's his team. Yep. Said uh, he wasn't. He wasn't too worried about my fantasy team because he was worried I'd have like baby shit on my hands. Mm. So you he know, did say it's, that. It's it's coming out now. That, that week is circled on my schedule. And what week is that? I don't know. <laughs> One of these weeks. One week. The week will be here. Well, when, I, when I see it pop up, I'll circle it for sure. Well, there you go. Well, please do. You're one and one uh, so far this season. Uh, what, was, what, what were you looking at heading into the draft? Were you focusing on pitchers? Did you have a 
you know, your first couple of rounds, what were you really trying to accomplish? Um, I enjoyed drafting guys who play multiple positions. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I felt like that gave me a little bit more of an edge, especially when, you know, you have multiple teams on a, on a off day and you're in a close race, you're going to need those guys from the bench who can play, play kind of wherever in the field. I, I mean, yeah, in fantasy, that's huge just because, you know, if you got got a guy who plays both infield and outfield position, if one of your current guys goes down, you can kind of move some people around um, instead of having to drop and pick up from the market and, you know, all that stuff that could go, you know, that could go on. Yeah. Now, you do have, uh, you have Brand, Brandon Woodruff, which I believe um, today he walked his first batter of the season. So he's just been throwing up stupid points for you. Besides him, who do you kind of see as being your MVP for your team? Uh, right now, my dark horse is uh, Carson Kelly from the Diamondbacks. I think he's hitting close to 400, about four four home runs. He's just He's just been on a tear. Was not expecting that at all from his spring. Yep, Carson Kelly hitting 341 with five bombs, 12. Uh, 87 points for the season so far. So he has been putting up some pretty solid numbers. Uh, other than that, I think a pickup from free agency, Michael, I think it's Michael Pineda for the Twins. Michael Pineda for the... Did, the pitcher? I, yeah, the guy with the from the pine tar neck guy from the yeah. Yankees. Yeah. What's he, I, 61 points? I think he's had he has I think a sub three ERA, two point four two. Yeah, when I picked him up, I think he's got me immediately at least like forty points in two starts or something. Yeah, he has had, 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 a, rough, had a rough last game, but yeah, his line right now is negative four twenty eight sixteen and twenty one. So yeah, he's been he's been putting up some points for you. It looks like you do have a really really solid squad. Um, any any trades, any players you're looking to acquire that you want to, you know, uh, throw, throw out in? Just, I did just pull off a trade with uh, the kid from Chan. Mm-hmm. Just a, just a straight superstar shortstop swap and Lindor for Tatis. Ooh, which has come back to bite me a little bit. Yes, it has gone off gone off the last few games, but. I think that's going to happen with Lindor here pretty soon. So I'm not too worried about it. Well, let's hope Lindor does kind of show up for you. You're going to need it. It's a tough, tough league this year for sure. I think, uh, I think a little bit of the pressure from that big contract he signed mm-hmm. and just being in a new, new stadium, new team. I think it's just, he's off to a little bit of a funk. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of, uh, new stadium, new team, new, let's just say a new environment. You, my friend, are still in Aberdeen, South Dakota, home of the Presentation College Saints, your new home for the last few years. How has a Midwest life been treating you? Uh, Do you miss Arizona at all? Or, you know, are you pretty, pretty happy and settled in, in the Dirty Dean? I miss Arizona a little bit, but for the most part, I enjoy it here. It's, uh, got everything that i like to do i mean it could use a little more like amenities like nicer rest or more like name 
chain restaurants, I should mm-hmm. say. Stuff like Texas Roadhouse where you like to go to, but they're not too far away, I guess, in Sioux Falls, so it could be worse. If you could bring one chain to Aberdeen, would it be Texas Roadhouse? Is that your number one overall pick? Yep, number one overall, yes. Really? Why? Is it the is it the rolls? Is it the steak? What? Not, it's it's just the atmosphere, you know. Is you go very... in there and you're like, yeehaw, baby, let's have me a steak. Yeehaw, sit on the saddle for your birthday. I tried setting hen up with that today. He was not about it. I thought it was a little strange. You guys ordered margaritas from a steak joint, but okay. I can dig it. I can well, dig that it. was that was Guzman and Andy. Congratulations to Andy, right, by the way, uh, finishing out whatever level of school he's at right now. Uh, we wish him luck on his uh, on his test in July or June, I think it is. Uh, but he has become the most on-paper on educated person of this group. Um, so congrats to Andy. But yeah, so so Texas Roadhouse, that's your number one. If you were to bring anything else to Aberdeen that's not a restaurant, what are you bringing? Like for me, I always thought we needed um, needed like a bigger department store, like a, like, a, like a Dick's or something. I know it wouldn't do well in Aberdeen, but it would just be nice. You know, you know, a Bass Pro Shop wouldn't, gonna hurt say, my, wouldn't hurt my feelings, none. I was going to say Bass Pro would be huge out in Aberdeen. Huge. They do have a Cabela's in Mitchell, but nobody oh. wants to go to fucking Mitchell. No, no one wants to go to Mitchell. No one wants to serve that sentence of going to Mitchell. That's disgusting. Speaking of, uh, of team sports, Aberdeen Wings, you are uh, one, I would probably say the best on the athletic training staff uh, and equipment staff for the Aberdeen Wings. Um, how are the boys doing this year? Uh, we just wrapped up the number one overall seed for the for the year. Um, we won, they call it the President's Cup, so it's awarded to the best regular season team. Wow. So do... Do I smell another championship for the Aberdeen Wings here? Do I, is there going to be you know, a, I, a second championship ring on the hand of Bailey Sean? I hope I hope so, but I'm not going to get too ahead of myself because it's a, once we get to the playoffs, you're gonna, you could possibly see teams you've never seen before, and mm-hmm. that can bite you. That can bite you in the butt. Are you worried that your hands might start getting too heavy if you guys keep winning these rings? Yeah, because I mean, I got I got two right now, so I, I'm getting up to Tom Brady status. If we, you're almost there, if you're in the conversation, ahead. yeah, you might have to just you might just have to start putting them on a chain, big old chain. Just start showing them off. I said I should I should wear them during wear my big national championship ring during games because I have to most of the time I have to work both sides mm-hmm. so when I go to work on another player on another team I'm like oh wait let me take this ring off first yeah that's a huge huge mental uh, mental game there uh, that you could play for your team obviously um, and we and not to jump off the subject but I feel like this is probably the biggest thing we got to talk about with you is you're a new dad you, you said you have your Beautiful wife Alexis and your new son Wyatt, Wyatt Craig Nelson, I believe. Yep. Uh, how, yep. how how has that been being a dad? What are some things you're seeing? What are some th- things you're learning? You know, it's been great so far. I love it. It really. I thought I would kind of struggle with it at first, mm-hmm. but you know, it kind of comes natural. So 
everybody kind of says that to you like oh you'll be fine it comes natural and you don't believe Mm -hmm. it but i mean it's it's not like easy by any means but it's definitely a lot more comfortable than i thought it was going to be awesome what was the number one thing you were worried about being a new dad uh changing changing the diapers i have not i had never changed a diaper in my life i was about to I, I thought you were about to say I have yet to change a diaper, and I was about to smack you. Oh God, no! First, first diaper I changed, I think it was just straight green. I would rather not go into details, but yeah. That, I see, no, let's no, let's go into details because I've heard that a baby's first poop. I don't know if they now again. I have very limited medical knowledge, except when it comes to why we yawn, which is to cool down the brain. Um, do, I don't know if babies poop in the womb, but I hear their first poop outside of the womb is, like, shocking. I don't think they do, but I – because he got, he got flown out from Aberdeen because mm-hmm. he was having some breathing and some other stuff they were worried about. So I didn't change a diaper for the first day or so because mm-hmm. the nurses had to take his stools for sampling and whatever. Yeah. So I kind of lucked out there because I was not prepared to have to change a diaper without my wife. Exactly. Are you going to tell Wyatt when he's old enough that um, they took him on a helicopter as like kind of like a or a plane, whatever it was, as like a victory lap? That they were like, oh, wow, good kid. Let's put him in the sky, show him off. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely going to have to be. I mean, he's flown on a plane before I did. My first plane ride was freshman year at PC. You could ask Andrew Wright about that one. It was uh, it was interesting to say the least. Wow, good for your son. Already coming out of winter. Now, I mean, I I, I think I know this answer, and I I know a lot of parents say, oh, they, they can do what they want. You know, we'll let them decide. But is your son gonna play baseball? Uh, yes, and I believe I've already whispered in his ear that I'm tying his right arm behind his back so he has to throw lefty only. Mm-hmm. That's smart. I mean, let's let's be honest. I think the only reason we're having kids is to hopefully help them make it big so we don't have to work anymore. You know, they pay oh, off yeah. our mortgage, buy, buy us a car. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see, I mean, every time a kid gets drafted, they buy, they pay the mortgage off or they buy a oh, yeah. car. So, I mean, that's what I will be expecting if this happens. Oh, 100%. Now, what if he doesn't want to play baseball? Are you going to be cool with that? Yeah, you know, I'll have to accept it. I'll have to accept it. Not that I want to. I think he will. I I feel like the Sean legacy on the diamond doesn't end with you. Not that you left much of a legacy. No, no, not a lot. Not a lot. I I would have had it, I, I believe. Now, granted, I only threw a couple of times in the regular season. But I believe I would have had close to a zero ERA in the regular season um, if you weren't over there with some Olay bullshit. I don't know if you remember that game, all right, but I do. All right, all right. It it was it was a cold day, you know. Very cold. Been on the I will give you that. It I'd was been on the bench freezing. for about. Mm, what did we, what did he play? Do we did we play seven inning doubleheaders? Yep. So I was probably on the bench for ten innings. So I mean, not not an excuse, but that's an excuse. I was freezing my ass off. I think it was like probably second batter down the line a little bit. I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Fuck Strickland. I'm going to let this just chill wow. down the line. Wow. 
And uh, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. Fu- funny story about that day. Um, I was on the bench and I, I think I went in like the fifth, sixth inning, something, you know, end of the game, end of the doubleheader. And I, I go, I have my cleats on and I take them off. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not going in. Fuck this. Let's put my shoes on. And I take my cleats off. And about 47 seconds later, um, Alex Lunenberg runs over to me and says, go warm up. You're going in. You know, rookie, like, it was a rookie mistake to take the to take the cleats off. It was. You know what? It was 100% a rookie mistake. But I thought there was no chance. I thought I thought Jesse Eichem himself was going to go out and pitch against his alma mater before I was. He was, and, he was very he was very jazzed up about that series. He was, and it was an awful series. He graduated from an awful school. Jesse, if you're listening, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, it's uh, but no, it, yeah. Lun, it, the story was is that Eichem told Lunenberg to get to warm up. You're going in, and Lunenberg said, "Fuck that! Throw someone else. Throw put <laughs> that's Strickland." A, that's a total Lunenberg move, right there. Yeah, he that's looked, a good idea, Alex. He looked his head coach dead in the eyes and said, "You're wrong. I will decide what happens next." And so Lunenberg went to bat for me to get some innings, but I really believe he was just doing it so he didn't have to. Oh, um, it's a thousand percent because he did not feel like throwing in the cold weather. No. And I'm assuming we were down by quite a few runs. At least five. So, yeah. Yeah. I was not a anything less than about, five kind of guy going funny in. Funny story about Lunenberg, though. So, me, him, Wolfie, James, Jace, we would duck hunt a lot. And uh, during fall ball one day, we had gone hunting and we had like a 11 a.m. practice or something, but it was it was kind of gloomy, a little chilly, you know, typical Aberdeen fall day. And uh, Lunenberg in the car says, "I'm texting Icom that we're having no practice today," and we're like, "Why would you do that?" He's all, "It's cold. I'm tired. We've been hunting all morning. Like, we need we need no practice today." And sure as shit, this kid texts Jesse Icom. Hey coach, it's a little chilly today. Uh, I'm thinking we need a day off. And Icom's next reply, that is a great idea, Alex. And we had no practice that day. That is the hold that Alex Lunenberg had on <laughs> Presentation College Baseball was absolutely insane. I mean, the kid's practically genius, so I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, he's he's gonna be a doctor, like a legit doctor, and the amount of things he said and did and just walked away from was shocking. There was a, there was, I don't, I don't remember where we were playing. I think it was maybe Dakota Westland. I actually think it was. Uh, real shitty umps, if you could believe it. Oh, um, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, bad call on the field. Um. Three people yelled things. Well, everyone was yelling, but these were three impactful statements. Um, Ryan Wolf, I believe it. Yeah, it was Ryan Wolf, yelled, uh, you know, something along the lines of "Holy shit, you're bad," or "Awful call." Alex Lunenberg then yelled at the umpire, directed it towards the umpire, said, "Jesus Christ, somebody kill that man's family!" <laughs> and then I yelled. You need to go back to umpire school. 
And that apparently was the straw that broke the camel's back because the umpire then whipped around on me and threatened to throw me out. I remember this now. Yep, that was definitely a D-dub. Yep, and that was also the same game, same series, that Henry almost got ejected for yelling, secrets don't make friends (laughs) at the opposing pitching pitcher and catcher. Like the, I think those umps were just sensitive. I mean, being an umpire is no no easy task. No, not at all. But uh, you have to be in some sort of move mood to threaten to throw out a kid for saying secrets don't make friends. Yeah, especially especially after a separate guy um, threatened your entire family. <laughs> like, how oh, do you just let that one go? Yeah, Speaking, I, I would not have shrugged that one off. Yeah. That one would have been. Yeah, I don't even it, think it would have been a warning. It would have just been straight, straight ejection, straight yeah, and like, DJ right there. Yeah, and like umpires, you know, hard job. They get a lot of shit. Um, but I a hundred percent believe the worst umpire I've ever seen is Henry Niles. Not to bag oh, on him, a thousand percent. There was a time. Remember when we had to? Uh, remember when we had to volunteer as uh, umpires for those that those uh, slow pitch softball games? Yeah. Yep. I I had to do uh, AT stuff, but yes, I remember. I remember hearing about the- you were always doing AT stuff. I don't even know how you got credited for being on the baseball team. You were just you were never there, but that's beside the point. Henry <laughs> was umping a game. It was the last inning. The winner of this game got to go to Las Vegas to play in a bear tournament. And did you say bear or beer? Bigger, sorry. Bigger, oh, bigger. tournament. Bigger. Like a national tournament. Okay. Yep. Yep. And Crazy game, a lot of chirping, and bottom of the ninth, seventh, whatever they play, um, two outs, runners on, dude hits a chopper up the middle, runs it out, is so clear. Oh, it was a double play. Get on, on me if I get this wrong. It's a double play up the middle, one out. The call is made. Henry makes the call at second. He is expecting the home plate umpire to be able to make the call at first. The home plate umpire is not there. I see where this is going. Yeah. Home plate ump isn't there. Guy very clearly runs out the runs it runs it out. Henry turns. He does not see the ball, does not see the play. Calls him out. Ends the game. (laughs) Ruins that team's season. Ruins their (laughs) hopes at a national title. And I I mean he knows he was wrong. Granted, like I said, he was put in a tough spot. But I've never seen him. Henry Niles made the call. He did the nice little like arm, the little punch out. Yeah, out. And then yeah, immediately. Is it sad that I can picture him in my mind right now? Oh, 100%. He makes the call, Bailey. I'm on the first baseline. Like I'm on the, on, on the fence. I, I go, oh. And Henry l- l- turns. It's the cleanest, sharpest 90 degree turn I've ever seen. Starts walking, looks at me, and says, We gotta go. Like, <laughs> start the car. Yeah. He, these men were out for blood. And because and if, it, I, if I am correct, this is a uh, like senior Olympics, was it not? So these are older gentlemen. Yeah, older gentlemen, for sure. It was, I don't know what the minimum age requirement was, but there was apparently no maximum. Because there was just ancient beings out there on the field. Ancient beings that Henry ripped their dream away of playing in a national tournament. 
imagine some of those uh, gentlemen were probably veterans. 100%. Probably served us in the, the very infamous Vietnam War, and he ruined their entire lives. In their entire, they went through the shit in Nam, made it back, tried to find some normalcy in their lives by playing slow pitch softball. And then Henry went and just fucked it all up. Just, just ridiculous. He said, Are you, you know what? I'm just this kid from Chan. Kid the from dude, Chan. The, the dude is out. I'm going home. I'm going to have me a little Caesar's pizza. Uh, with crazy, crazy crust. crust. Crazy style. crust. Crazy crust all over the pizza. Not all just over the crust. We found out that's actually called straight jacket style. Really? Yeah, Henry uh, went to order it. And as he was trying to explain it to the lady, she goes, oh, do you mean straight jacket style? So apparently it is well known amongst the Little Caesars community. Interesting. I don't see what what makes that a straight jacket. Because a straight jacket's where you're tied into and you can't move your arms. Well, I I think they're more or less uh, insinuating that you have to be a crazy person to, uh, to order that. Because you gotta think that's a which, lot of lot the, of butter the, the and womb, cheese. The womb broom is definitely he, he qualifies. Oh, 100 percent If there was any person out of just my 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 friend group, which is you know not large, but it's big, who deserves to be institutionalized, it's probably Henry. And uh, I could I could I could probably bet on it. He's leaning back in his gaming chair listening to this right now. Just with that straight hen laugh. Yep. Yep. Where he's very squinty and he kind of tilts his head back and it's, you know, it's very like <laughs> very, very Henry Eight Niles-esque. And, and you know, question I have for you. You have a son now. Yep. We have a friend group. Give me from first overall to very last in the friend group, who do you want babysitting your kid? Oh, you know, as it pains me to say, I would have to go with uh, uh, probably you, Strick. Look at that. You got you have some baby experience. You do have a what nephew? Um, if you want me to get very in depth to it, I have I have four nieces and three nephews. Yes, so I I, I would I would hope you could handle it. Hundred percent. Also, also All day. you have my sister as help, which she would end up taking over anyway. So I wouldn't be too worried about it. Hundred percent. I mean, since you brought it up. Everyone may not know that I am dating your sister. And a lot of people don't know that I had to ask your approval. Um, some of the boys know who, who were able to join the wedding. Um, but I asked for your approval to, uh, I believe it was, take your sister out for a steak. Yes, while we were, were watching. You were very intoxicated. I was very. Um, while we were watching Avengers on the couch, and then I went out and threw up in your lawn um, because I didn't want to wake up the entire odd, house the night before your wedding. Odd place to well, everyone was sleeping. I don't know why you want... You're like, just go in the bathroom. Everyone, the bathroom is in the house. People are going to hear. 
Is that why I have a weird burnt spot in my lawn? It depends on where it is on your lawn. Front yard? Where front yard? Like almost straight out from my steps. Like how far straight out from your steps? <laughs> like, like if you go down the steps, yeah. hit the concrete right in front of the concrete. Like concrete in front of the street? No, not in front of the street. Like, okay, let me let me ask you this. Let's just say someone was sitting on the last step and threw up straight down. Would that be where the spot is? Yes. Yep, yep that's me. You know, I'm I'm do, I'm put a lot of work in to get that lawn green, and you, you just you had to you had to ruin it. All you had to do is go to the bathroom. Dude, people were sleeping. It was the night before your wedding. I don't think people want to just hear me yakking up a bunch of twisted teeth. My my grandparents were sleeping. They snore louder than Guzman. I think they would have been just grand gran, uh, Grandpa George. But all, all four of them. All oh wow. Snores, yep. You know what's my uh, favorite story about your grandpa George? Is um, apparently he likes to go on these things he calls run walks, where I, I think he's it's just a big, he's a big run walker. Yeah, big run walker. And for those who don't know what that is, it's when you run for a little bit and then walk and then run again and you just repeat but you have that. To, you, can't, you can't leave out that you must do this in jeans <laughs> and a short sleeve button up shirt. Plaid. <laughs> has to be plaid. Well, that's what I was getting to. Is that your grand? Is that apparently <laughs> there's been a few occasions where your grandpa George goes on these run walks in jeans and a short sleeve plaid button up shirt, and policemen will stop and ask if he needs help. <laughs> <laughs> if he's in trouble, if someone is chasing. I mean, granted, they live in a in a in a little bit sketchy of a town, so I could I could see him being chased. <laughs> I mean, if I was a cop, and I saw a five three man who as who is as tan as like the oldest wallet I've ever seen, and he was run walking, yeah, I'd probably stop and just double check on him real quick. Uh, funny story is, uh, I don't think his legs have seen sun since <laughs> the Korean War. So I have not seen a man with whiter, who is as dark as, like you said, super dark. Arms, bald head, dark. You would think he's Mexican with how dark he is. Until he puts shorts on, uh, I think... Sometimes I think you could see through his legs. That's how white they are. Oh my god! Yeah, he's. I, I've never seen your grandfather's legs. I would have to imagine they are. Um, they, they. Yeah, there's no way they've seen the sun since he's been in the Korean War. That's, there's no way, and we thank him for for his service. By the way, thank God he wasn't in that softball game, or else Henry would have ruined another veteran's life. <laughs> my my, he would have he would have let him have it too. Oh yeah, George. I hear George gets kind of feisty uh, when he's got a few of the uh, of of the liquid courage beverages in him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Also, growing up, uh, he was he was one of those grandparents where I'd ha- I'd have a I'd have a good game, you know, maybe went three for four, maybe had like a lazy pop up for my one out, and after the game he'd be like, uh, "So what happened on that pop up?" Oh yeah, and I'd be like. Uh, I did go three for four and we won the game. Oh, Grandpa George like, yeah, doesn't well, care. Were, were you out? Were you out in front? 
Did you get jammed? I'm all, I don't know. I honestly don't know. We won. That's all that matters. All getting that matters. the dub. Speaking of getting the dub, um, boys tonight are going to do some, do some war zone runs. And I want to ask you where and how. Well, let's do this. Where is the hottest drop and how do you take a hot drop? Because I hear you do hot drops only. Hot drops only. Hot. What is a hot drop? Well, I mean, I heard there's a new map, so I can't. There is? I don't know where the, the hot drop on this new map would be. Okay, but what is a hot drop? If you, you know, I've never played Warzone before ever. I, you say, hey, hot drops only. I say, hey, what's that? What are you, what are you saying? I'm saying you drop the biggest location where everybody. So, so back in the day when it was the, you dropped a Tilted, that's a hot R- drop. R.I.P. Tilted. R.I.P. R.I.P. to Fortnite. You know, it was it was solid yeah. for so long, and then for so long, and then people started building goddamn skyscrapers on top of my head, and like just I, doing I was unholy just, things. I'm getting shot. Let me just keep building one wall, and then I'll try to beat him. Yeah, we're gonna turn the... into. Next thing you know, the Eiffel Tower's in front of you. Yeah, there's no honor in that. I don't. I. I it's just. If you're going to fight a man, fight a man. Don't erect a fucking fortress. Although that's I do n- remember a few times us building quite quite a fortress. That's different. That was us preemptively. We were putting ourselves in an advantageous position pre-fight. These guys just get scared and they fucking Spider-Man their way up a building. And it's just, it's it's over. I mean, very impressive. But annoying. Oh, 100%. I, I'm not knocking. I'm not saying what they do is easy. I'm just saying it's bullshit. It's 100%. Is, uh, is Wyatt? Are you going to teach teach Wyatt to play Fortnite if that's still around? or? No. No? no? That's hopefully, sad. Hopefully a, uh, the show. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. let him know what's up in the show once he turns six months. There you go. Speaking of the show. How does it feel knowing that you are the worst show player in the group? You know, I'm trying to, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I don't have as much time. You don't. You have put, a kid. To put into the team. And a national hockey team that you have to take care of. So it, that, that, put, that puts me down at a disadvantage. So I will take most of my blame into that. Is there anyone in the group that even with all you have to do, you know you could jump on and beat them in the show easy. You, 100%. That's a... That is... <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> did you know, did you know uh, I perfect game 10 a few months back in the show? Well, I mean, Hen, Hen's nothing to write home about either. He's not, but I mean a perfect game though. With Jesus Lazardo. And, he, and here's the thing. He was stone cold sober that's are you sure he wasn't in some sort of diabetic shock a hundred percent sure there was about three or four times in that game where i had him in full counts and i just challenged fastball and he was not ready that's just uh, and i'm i'm disappointed in that for sure i I took no more i 
pleasure in doing that to him, but it did happen, and I feel it is something worth talking about. Oh yeah, I mean that's gonna that's gonna that'll probably be written on his grave. Oh, hundred percent, Henry Niles. It'll say Henry Niles, nineteen ninety five. 2022 <laughs> got perfect gamed in the show and i don't even what else, what would you what, what are you putting on i mean i'll put that on henry's headstone what are you putting on putting on it uh just in big bold capital letters womb broom womb broom i like Cause, it because he is the womb broom he is. is is he still womb broom in your phone Oh yeah, thousand percent. We love it. If uh, for the people who don't know, which will be most people, um, freshman year, we uh, the boys would go to Daddy's. Uh, I think it was every Tuesday or Thursday because they were half price uh, wings. I believe it was Thursdays. Thursdays, and this old Aberdonian man came up to talk to us about baseball. Hammered, absolutely. Oh, piss drunk, and he um, referred to Henry's mustache as a womb room. Um, implying that Henry would journey south on various ladies and his mustache <laughs> would <laughs> would essentially act as a broom for for their womb areas um which we do, we don't very know clever, what ha- very clever saying. oh I, I had never heard, heard that. that before in my life I was 18 years old so like let's say say 12 years on this earth of like being pretty cognizant to everything going on around me. I had never heard womb broom. I don't know if that's like a seventies term or something, but it was beautiful. It's gotta be like a Aberdeen thing. Apparently maybe a Midwest Midwest. Maybe thing? A, well, Henry's from the Midwest and he never dropped that on us. Maybe who knows? True. I mean, true. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot that the Midwest gave us friends memories all sorts of things Pop. but i think I, I think womb broom is like the top one bigs womb broom is definitely top of the list did you say bigs yeah i said bags are you saying bags but with a midwestern accent yes that is exactly what i'm doing the midwest didn't give us bags they gave us bigs not bags yeah. not the normal version they gave us bigs so does does Nelly have a super strong Midwest accent when it comes to those things? Oh yes, yes. I don't think I've ever heard her say "pops," "bigs." See, but "pops" not an accent thing. That's just a word. Yeah, yeah, but nobody nobody says "pop." If you go to a restaurant in Phoenix, are they gonna say, "Hey, you want a pop?" No, question. Say, hey, you want a soda? Do you want What's, a Coke? What What are you gonna teach Wyatt? Are you gonna say soda? The normal soda. Because there are, I mean, in the South, they just call it, um, they say that they say Coke. Hey, I want a Coke. Okay, what kind of Coke? Give me a Sprite. Apparently, that's how it goes some places in, in the South. Really? That's cool. Yeah. Now, there aren't a lot of things going right in the South a lot of the times, but I feel like that might be the second worst thing to happen in the South. Because, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I, I just don't, we don't even want to go there with it because that's just, that's it's just confusing. Dumb. I could never be a waiter in any state in the South because I would just be bringing people Cokes. And they'd be like, this isn't what I wanted. And I'd be like, well, that's what you said. You said Coke. You didn't tell me. You didn't say Pepsi. 
You didn't Mr. say Dr. Pepper. Orange soda, nothing close to Coke. Mr. Fizz. None of that. What, the, what is Mr. Fizz? I think that's like off-brand Dr. Pepper. I, I think... Are you talking about Mr. Pib? Oh, Mr. Pib. Yes. <laughs> Not Mr. Fizz. <laughs> Mr. Fizz sounds like a really cool, laid-back high school chemistry teacher. Like his full name is like Fizzmore. That could be the name of a soda, though. I I'm bet. Sure. I bet. I'm if sure you it look is. It up, there is a soda called Mr. Fizz somewhere. We're gonna look it up. I guarantee you, it's like a really, really off-brand, like only available in Kentucky soda, Mr. Fizz. Okay, Mr. Fizz was a villain. On one of my favorite TV shows of all time, Codename Kids Next Door. That's got to be where I've heard it from. But there's also Mr. Fizz Seltzers. Um, there's a there whole bunch go. of Mr. Fizz stuff. But I think my favorite is the fact that he was a character from Codename Kids Next Door. Which, besides Pokemon, was the only other show I wish that my life was. Because that, that shit big... was dope. Oh man, I'm trying to think of the show. Rocket Power. I was a big Rocket Power. Rocket Power, huge, huge. For, I think that was really um, era defining. Was Rocket Power? Well, what what did they say? Wiggity wiggity wiggity. What was it? Oh, I, you, you, this is yeah. I, there's no way my mind. I can barely remember what I did yesterday. There's you know, no way to remember. You know who would know would be uh, Johnny Morris because he also loves Rocket Power. He's yeah, I could tell. He's definitely a rocket power guy. You think Johnny would do the show? Thinking about asking him to do like next week or something. I don't know. Well, like a guest. Yeah, be be a guest. Yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't doubt it. Who do you think? I'll ask you this before I let you go. Who do you think should be the next guest on the Let the Boys Play podcast? You know, I think if you could somehow get Alex Lunenberg on this show. Oh, he would never. Would be hilarious, but I don't I'm, think he would ever do it. I really want to ask Ikem. That, that also, very hilarious. I really just want to get Ikem. I want him to have like five to six drinks in him. And I want to sit down you with a... Just make that a requirement. If yeah. You have to be six yeah. deep. And I want to just ask him. I want to have like a, a, a PC baseball tell-all. With Jackie, Jesse Eichem on the Let the Boys Play podcast. Like, I want to be like, hey, what are your actual thoughts on this person? Make it happen. I think I might text him. Uh, you know, yeah, and I'll get, I'll get the boys to write up a few questions. And because that would actually be pretty, pretty stellar if we could get him on. Him, Dahl, Greg, um... I, I mean, th- where's Greg? You'll, you'll never find Where's him. Greg? Um, we all know where Greg is. We, hey, Greg, we're, we hope you're doing good. Yeah, put the, put the bottle down. Put the Greg. bottle down, Greg. It's not put Greg. it down. Stop. You have athletics to direct. Maybe. I don't know. I, I he, doubt he's still doing that anymore. There's no way, dude. There's no way. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, this has been absolutely stellar so far. We are 43 minutes in. Is there anything you want to say to the people? I know you got to go over to the in-laws. I hear you guys are having ham tonight. 
big yep. night in yep. the uh, Sean household. Sun- Sunday dinners at the in-laws. It's great. Is, is that every Sunday? Pre- pretty much every Sunday, unless we sometimes we'll throw we'll mix it up. We'll throw a breakfast in there on a Sunday. Oh wow! For the most part, yeah, we do we do dinner Sundays. That's a, uh, you know, as far as. I won't speak for the whole group, but you got it. You got it pretty good going on over there in Aberdeen. You got the lady, you got the baby, you got the dog, you got Coda. I enjoy it. The yeah. only thing that would make this better is a is a boat of some sort, so I'd go fishing. Nice little pontoon boat, maybe. Not a, a little boat. A little party barge. I, I I'm not not into the pontoons. Why not? If, if I become a millionaire and I can have like two boats, a boat for fishing and a pontoon, yeah. I'll go for it. Why don't you, what, why, what's the animosity with pontoon boats? I don't get that. Well, like I, I like to fish. You can fish on a pontoon boat. Yeah. But am I going to take one day after work? I'm just going to go out, grab Wyatt and just go fish off a pontoon. What else? If if I'm going to be on a pontoon, I'm going to be drinking. You can do all that. on Pulling some kids on a, uh, on a tube and all that i'm 26 i'm 25 about to be 26 years old to this day i will not get on a fucking tube behind a boat because of what my family did to me as a well, child if whenever i get a boat in 20 years no i'm, I'm pulling you behind it i will be 45 there's even less chance of me getting on that tube my back's already starting to hurt i feel like guzman there's no rip, way you, rip, you're... rip to his knees and back, by the way. Rip. Yeah. Listeners out there, if you want to donate, we're trying to get Goosey some new knees. I, they don't have to be perfect, just better. Is there such thing as like a knee transplant? Like, let's say an Olympic sprinter dies and his knees are still good. Can we put those on Goosey? I don't think that's how that works, but I think it'd be worth a shot. At this point, just cut them off and do like a little. Little bent back baby baby boomerangs for him and his legs, I think, at this point. Back, you can't help. I mean, you only get one back. You can get new legs. Yeah, his back, uh, that's just, that's rough. I, I'm, I feel sorry for him in about 15 years. Yeah, well, Guzzi, we hope you're doing well. We're going to get that GoFundMe GoFund started for you. New knees. For Guzman, I think is what we'll just call it. Um, any any shout outs, any parting words, Bailey, to the oh. listeners of the Let the Boys Play podcast? You've been a fantastic guest. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you for having me on. And uh, just remember, shit, shit, on, shit on his hands is coming. He's coming. He's coming for you, Andy. Whatever week that is, be ready. <laughs> Whatever week. It's circled, and I'm coming for you. With shit on his hands. I probably will have shit on my hands. Just a little bit. Well, Bailey, thank you for coming on. This is the Let the Boys Play podcast. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace.